Welcome, welcome, kings and queens. I am so, so excited for today's show on today. Listen, we are going to really dig deep and we're going to dive deep in the relationship. We have us a coach on today, a mentor to talk to us and have real talk about relationship. Y'all, he is someone that is a life coach relationship coach, spiritual coach, health mentor, youth mentor, group coach, couples coach, personal growth and development coach. Listen, we're getting it all today. And he's a prophetic coach. Listen, this (laughs) team by the name of Dunville Snipes is here to minister today. So you all listen. Go ahead and take your notepad. If you want to get your soda, your popcorn, you can have that too. But I suggest you just have your pad out and your pen so you can write and you can take some notes, okay? And get his information because he's going to give us his tagline. After this is over, he's going to let us know how we can all reach him. So make sure you have your stuff available because I'm sure you're going to want his information. So go ahead. Get ready to sit back and relax. Get ready for Coach Dundas Knight to come forward. And thank you, man of God. How are you doing today? I am blessed and my favorite. I'm so honored to be here, and I so appreciate you and your team. <laughs> yes, and we, we are glad to have you here. I'm going to pass the mic to Queen Vicki Robinson for her to go ahead and dive in and start asking you questions. And then we're gonna we're probably gonna rotate across the room so that everybody can get a chance to ask some questions. But let me tell you something. You know, this is the time for you to really just go in. Don't don't mind us. If you talk okay. and you just, you know, take over, take over. I mean, because we need what you have. Okay, and we are we are getting ready for the month of love. Okay, so we really want you to just really talk to us. We know that you have a ministry, and I think mm-hmm. let me go back into the ministry part. You got you got to tell us about about uh, more about yourself, and then talk to us about your ministry. Why do you call it what you call it? Because listen, whenever the other, whenever the king and the queen hear about your ministry and and, and what you call it they'll get a, more of an idea why you call it what you call it. So I'm going to go ahead and stop talking. You got the floor. All right. Well, thank you for allowing me the gracious stage. Uh, my name is Donzel Snipes, also known as Coach D, the real relationship mentor. Um, you know, several years ago, the Lord had given me um, a topic. In the, the, well, the name of the ministry is Fountain spiritual coaching and mentoring services, but all I heard was fountain spiritual services. I'm like, what in the world is that? So to be honest with you all, I thought it was a church. And so I I just slept on it. I forgot, you got to be kidding me. This just cannot be what you call it to be because I ran from it. I was a minister. And so uh, my job at that time at the church was to confirm uh, people that were coming up for being a missionary or minister or anything in the ministry, right? And so when uh, that started, that kind of opened up the door for me uh, in 2013, and I had no clue. But as I was on my way to uh, St. Louis Brickle, uh, which is a coffee shop here in St. Louis, 
um, I heard that name and I was like, God, what is that? So I kind of slept on it. I did a little research, but I did. My wife, bless her heart, she did give me uh, money to get my start, my LLC. And so I didn't know where it was going to be headed. So um, I got that LLC. And then when the pandemic happened, I heard the Lord uh, just impress upon me to move forward. And so um, I work at a job court facility. And at that job court facility, we were having problems with our students. And so they wanted us to come up with, a, with something. And so I called it Thirsty for Love. And so with Thirsty for Love, it kind of collided into that fountain spiritual coaching and mentoring. I got my um, certification and it started from there. I also went through a lot of, and I'll tell you about that a little bit later. I went through a bad divorce back in, um, I think it was 2009. And so um, I minister from that pain. But as the Spirit of the Lord gives me a word for each individual, sometimes he will, sometimes he won't. But as he does, I minister from that that pain and that level so that I can encourage other people that they do not have to be stuck and wanting to be loved and, and cannot be. And I think that's the issue here. A lot of times we don't want to open up our hearts because we're stuck. We've been hurt and some of us are bitter. Can I be honest? We're bitter, we're hurt, and we're just stuck in that area. Right. But you need to feel the thirst so that you can love again. So I'll stop yeah. right there. <laughs> No, I am actually loving it. I mean, because when I when I heard about thirst for love, and I was like, is that somebody just being thirsty? You know, just <laughs> accepting, just wanting love from anywhere and everywhere. But I see how it correlates with your fountain, you know, in the ministry. I said, my God, look how powerful that is. So I am just, I'm, I'm loving it. I mean, you got to keep this going. And I'm going to pass the mic to Vicky, and then we're gonna we're gonna go from there because we got some questions for you. Hold on. Okay. Yes. Oh my goodness. It is an honor, a privilege to have uh you um King I don't know, call you King D or Donzel. Um well, Fountain. The Fountain. Because yeah. anything could come out the fountain. But um, come on but now. I love <laughs> I love that the fact that you say you um minister from a place of pain. Um yeah. and sometimes um in this situation it's like um you um, said thirsty for love. Oh, my goodness. That just caught my attention right there. Now, you have a master's class, a master's class on thirsty for love. This is interesting. <laughs> I listen in audience. I know want to break that open right there. Um, thirsty for love. Um, now, you got to define thirsty for me because um, we get, you know, thirsty can come from different places. You know, when you ain't haven't haven't been in a relationship in a long time, you could be eager to get in one, or you or you could be desperate and just um, you know anything strange for a piece of change. So That's I right. just wanted to know, can you just get, just just break that down? Thirsty that word, thirsty for love. Can you just break it well, down for me just a little bit? Sure. Sure. Well, you know, I deal with students uh, at well, youth ages 16 to 25, 24 and go up to 25. And so um, what I've noticed is that, can I be honest, and hopefully I can say this, there, there is a saying that they have, you know, in enrollment time. It's, it's called uh, New Booty Tuesdays is what they call it, right? <laughs> I, hope I, can, I hope I can say that. And so I, I came up with that topic as I was praying. The thirst hit me. 
So when you're thirsty, you're looking at, I'm looking at that, that woman, young lady, from all angles, you know, but it's something about, you know, with me personally, it, you know, that that's in the young people's stage. But me personally, that thirst has, has went to elegance. That thirst has went to, you know, I want to know that uh, being a woman, you know what I mean? It, it's in her walk. It's in her talk. It's being able to, how the, the power that she possessed as she worked her woman uh, 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 mindset. You know, it's, it's a lot of things that's up in that, in that particular thirst. But the main thing is that craze. You know, I heard somebody say, I want to know your name, you know, but but we can be thirsty to get to know that individual, you know, on that first base stage is what I'm calling it, you know, and what I've learned with my students, uh, we, a lot of people stay thirsty, but, but what is it that's going to, uh, you know, quench your thirst? And so that's what we come have on to now. Come you know, because you got to quench my thirst. You got to be willing as I'm in your presence or um, you're in my presence. You know, what is the thirst about? You know, and sometimes we thirst for something that we cannot have. You know, <laughs> water Ooh, may Lord. not be what you're thirsty for. You know, and so. <laughs> okay, come through. <laughs> okay, okay. So hopefully that helps you a little bit. <laughs> okay, uh, 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 King Donzel. Okay, you, yes, listen, you coming in real hot, um, <laughs> coming in hot, but listen, I hear that you say you work with the young people. I work with the young people, too, um, from ages 11 all the way up to 18, um, and they done mm -hmm. got in trouble, and they done came off the street, um, and we run into a lot of young people that is um, thirsty for acceptance. And sometimes yeah. we grow up as uh, women and men, because there's men too, that's looking for acceptance from everybody. Right. So we, we look for everybody's approval. Look how I look. Um, um, am I right? Am I snatched? Whatever. And we, um, we take those words and we use those words. And at the same time, we come back empty. Or I, I see so many of the young ladies that's young and old, we still looking like pennies with a hole in it um, because we still looking for that I thirst, that, as you say, that quench. Because yeah. when we talk about quench, we have to really teach ourselves to value ourselves as yeah. well as um, hold on to substance. Because, you know, at the, a lot of times when we date, we date for a lot of things. You know, um, you know, we looking for our daddies and our mamas, okay? Um, to you know that fulfillment, but that right. quench, that quench, that means um, you can't put that fire out. You know, um, and it is a, a, a thing as when we get older, we need to teach our young people that listen, you don't have to settle um, for um, um, Pookie putting his hands on you. Cause I run into a lot of that. I, I run into a lot of okay, Pookie is texting you, calling you that that zaddy. I don't know if you even heard that technology. Um, zaddy. That means a young girl that is in love with an older man. That zaddy. Okay. Um, that zaddy. Oh, he was good to me. Or uh, or that sugar daddy, cause he gave me money. How can we? Um, um, teach ourselves because this is about reteaching and, and, and teaching ourselves to love ourselves first. So mm -hmm. in your master's 
class do you teach them to love themselves first not just physically because that physical thing you know you you can get that you can get the lashes you get the you know the lace front all that looking good you know everything but it's inside y'all mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. is what mm-hmm. young people i think they miss so in your master's class um is there a step a process that they need to go through to get um to learn that you know we do cover that um one thing that i've learned um is that we need to define i I start off with defining what love is ask them what's that question you know to them what that means um in the midst of that of course knowing how to value yourself is so important but i'm finding out that you know a lot of times people don't know what love is i remember i was at a graduation and i'm celebrating them because that they have completed uh, of the program and they was looking at me like what so i'm finding out that we have to go back and redefine understand their understanding of what love is and what we have come to uh understand what love is to us you know because love may mean something totally different to each person but we do break that down and then i'm also learning um they need to know who they are a lot of times, you know, we're thirsty for something and someone, but we don't know who we are. So I, hopefully I answered that question. That's what we do. And I, I kind of go off into, you know, as being a prophetic uh, uh, life coach and counselor, you know what? The Lord will lead you into a lot of areas. And then once that door opens, I minister from that, that, that area. And I explain to them about that. Also, identity is everything. So a lot of times, you know, my dad wasn't wasn't in my life. My mother was there. My grandmother was there. But I found out that my grandmother was the backbone because someone put, uh, my mother went through a traumatic situation. And so my dad wasn't around. I was a love child, had no clue, you know. So we cover those areas. And I talk about the five love languages as well. So I, hopefully I answered your question. Yes, King, you have answered my question. I'm a pastor to King Apostle. All right. Well, uh, King uh, Donzel uh, Snipes, amen. I've enjoyed everything you're saying so far that I really love that thirsty for love uh, that really jumped out at me. So I, I really uh, enjoyed uh, listening to your answer for that. Now, I do have another question. Um, I also see that you uh, do something called uh, mentoring parents with a twist. So I'm, I'm very interested in that. I'm, uh, I'm a father of, of six daughters. All my um, daughters are grown, but I'm, I'm, I'm very interested in uh, mentoring parents with a twist. And uh, basically, how do you uh, go about with that? Because I'm interested in that twist part. So if you can elaborate on that. <laughs> yes, sir. God bless you, King Apostle. We honor you as well. Um, what you, happened with this place is when I was started going live on, I have a Facebook page, and, and I know uh, uh, Queen Yolanda said that I can tell it at the end, but it's called Thirsty for Love as well. And so as I begin to uh, kind of go life coaching, facilitating those particular uh, topics, the parents was listening. And I was thinking to myself, I say, now I'm talking to the students on there because see, when pandemic, the pandemic hit, uh, some of the students were, they had to go home back in March, 2020. But what I started to take note of is that the parents was listening as well. And as that hit me, I said, mm, I need to say something also that will be encouraging for them as well. As I began to look at it, you know, I've had one student that said, um, you know, mother raised them up, of course. 
dad wasn't there. But then mom had a lot of things that she was bringing a lot of people into the house, out of the house, and he really was hurt in that. And so I'm finding out that a lot of us as parents, most parents, uh, don't get the opportunity to raise the child the way they should because they're still looking for that love. They're looking for that love that they never had. And so, therefore, as I was ministering to them, I had to have a twist with it as well. The twist was being able to let them know that they may be thirsty for love, but they can find that love as well. And so we had to encourage them. As I was encouraging their students, their, their children, I was encouraging them as well. So I had to establish that. Uh, what is your, your mother, fatherhood? What, is, what are your goals? as being the mother and the father, to reaffirm themselves as well, and to also create a positive outlook for their family. And so we had to go in, I had to go in and kind of like work with them as well, in addition to working with their, their children. And that is so key, because we, believe it or not, the, the child holds the key to the, the parent and vice versa. But if you can get that child, you can get that parent, we can work and bring wholeness to the family. So I hope that makes sense. Yeah, that makes it makes a lot of sense, um, especially uh, dealing with the parents. And uh, do you get a chance to do a lot of one-on-one um, uh, -on -one with the parents, or is it just basically them listening to um, uh, uh, your your broadcast, or, or or do you get a chance to do like one-on-one -on -one coaching with them and uh, help them as far as like maybe if a parent went through a divorce, or you know they're they're thirsty for love and all that stuff like that. How how, how do you how do you deal with that? Is is it more one on one, or is it a lot of them just listening to you over the uh, over the um, the airwaves? So what happened was I think that was kind of like the opening start as they was listening, and then the mother was listening, and then I got the opportunity to talk to her as well on a one-on-one -on -one basis. And mainly, sometimes the parents don't want to admit the fact that they're thirsty for love too, and they're still thirsty, although they're in uh, another relationship and although their children are, are much older, um, that's something that I came across, but they didn't really want to admit that. So they would get that life coaching as the children was, as the kids was listening, they was listening for themselves. And I really thought that would to be really interesting. So I really haven't had any more of my students' parents because I think they probably felt a little, <laughs> little embarrassed, like, how am I listening to this? But it was free and it was good, you know? <laughs> so now yeah. what I do, I also work with um, married couples, I work with a I have a, a two husbands that I'm working with um, as well, and so I've carried that on from 2020. It has kind of like opened up the door for me in my life coaching practice. Okay, all right, that's that's that that's really awesome. I, yeah, I, I see all the things you do, and I'm just I'm really amazed uh, uh, at at just the just the different areas that you uh, you coach uh, people in, and. Um, and I'm looking at uh, the prophetic coaching part was the life coach and the relationship coach, spiritual coaching, um, health mentoring. So it looks like you just you pretty much cover everything. And uh, I, I think that um, one of the things that uh, uh, this, like I said, that jumped out to me was the, uh, the parenting with the twist, because, you know, uh, I mean, with raising six daughters, because I, I was married before and uh, went through a divorce uh, many years ago. And I raised, um, I was a single parent for a very long time and I raised my daughters uh, by myself. If you have ever had a chance to meet them uh, and talk with them, sit down, you can tell that um, they're very beautiful girls. You can tell that a man raised them because uh, of just some of their, um, 
some of their characteristics, <laughs> but it's, it's because I raised them and and I sometimes they embarrass me a little bit when when we go out and I just drop my head and they was like, well, Dad, you taught us that, and I just like, yeah, but I, that, that was a ba- that was bad, but um, um, so just just mentoring with a, a twist. So uh, I, I can see. Uh, have Have you ever thought about um, writing a book uh, for for parents and all this stuff like that? Because I think something like that would be a big help. Uh, with parents, just some type of um, a book or even uh, some type of work class, work uh, workshops and stuff like that. You know what? There is a book I've started, Apostle, uh, it, and I've just kind of written some things out. It has been prophesied, and th- I just need somebody to guide me along the way and show me what's the next step. But I do have some things written down. It's so much that God has given me, and and I applaud you. Thank God and kudos you know, to you. And and we honor God for being able to have men that's willing to stand in the gap because it's hard. You know, I have two daughters, myself, my wife, I got remarried and then my wife has two kids. So we have four together, but we raised the grandkids just like our own because we couldn't have any by ourselves. And I must say it is challenging. Uh, I was just thinking today as I was in the shower preparing, I said, God, you know, I, my my daughter, uh, she's heading off. She's going to to the uh, to to the game with her friend, and and I was just praying, you know. And she said bye to my wife. I said, "Did you cover her in prayer?" You know. <laughs> so I was up this morning covering her already, but my wife said she had already covered her, and I was in the shower and she was leaving. So I started praying again, and so it is very challenging because here's the next step, Apostle. We have I have bonus children. And so when you have bonus children that you're not the biological father or the mother to, it makes it extra challenging. But you know what? Love is the key. And I'm learning that you just have to be kind. You have to show that love and you got to pull back. And as the more I pull back and let them know, you know what? I'm here if you need me and give my comments and give my wisdom that's very supportive and let them know I'm in their their corner. So kudos to you, man. And I do look forward to writing a book. And uh, thank you. I appreciate that. Amen. Amen. All right, I'm going to go ahead and uh, pass the mic back to uh, to Queen Vicky. Uh, if you have uh, any, any follow-up questions. Yes. Oh, my God. This is so good. Um, I just, uh, King uh, Donzel, wanted to know i know that you are prophetic coach as well and mm-hmm. how does that prophetic gift um flow when you're dealing with uh your the young people the, in your counseling in your mentoring um do you pull out things from their past do you pull out things from their present do you see some deep rooted things can you answer that question for me well, you know, I've recently started a new position, and in this new position, um, actually, it was it was started off as I was just coming as a consultant, and as a consultant, I was it, it was called Motivational Mondays, and as I was on my way, it takes me about thirty minutes to get there, and as I was on my way, I was asking God, Lord, give me something for these young people today, you know, because I don't know about you all, but you have to captivate <laughs> their attention, and you have to make sure that you paint that picture that's going to get them to be thirsty for your knowledge and thirsty for God. Cause we can turn, we can flip that thing, Queen Vicky. <laughs> and so as I was on my way, I heard the spirit of the Lord say, dress for success. I said, mm. what you say? <laughs> okay. So I, oh my God. I went on to the, the motivational Monday 
And as I went to the motivational studies, and I let them know it's about job readiness because they're trying to get their high school diplomas, they're trying to get their careers, and, and they're trying to get them uh, started in, on, in, in professional development. And so what I realized is that, oh, can you hear me? What I realized is that I had to make sure that I, 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 I kind of come in lit. <laughs> and I came in with a spiritual lit, a spiritual fire. And as I went on to talk to them about being uh, um, um, dressing for success, I broke that down a little bit in their attitude. Dressing for success on the outside is good, but how about the yes. inside track? How about Come on now. Thing? You know, Ooh. what about you waking up? I wake up ready. You know, I'm a morning person. I never thought I was. But my wife is not a morning person. <laughs> so I have to, you know, feign the fire. And I have to keep it on simmer. But as I'm simmering, I'm listening to Clubhouse, I'm listening to all these other things. I bring out, I captivate those things. And as I'm talking, I say, God, now you give me what to say. Now you tell me who I need to key into. <laughs> and then I go and I do the reflective model. What do you think about that? You know, what does that mean for you? You know, and as I do that, I have blessed by the, by the glory of God. I've been able to captivate their attention. They'll sit there and listen to me and then afterwards see it's not about what you see on front surface but after when i get ready to leave mr snipe can i talk to you you know i had a student that was asking me some relationship questions you know what i mean and they feel open but i know and they feel like it's a safe place so the prophetic you got to know how to use your gift that would bring glory to god but but it also bring edification to the body so i hope that makes sense and, and it helps me yeah, even it, it does make sense so yeah, it does make a lot of sense. Good, because even in my counseling, I've noticed sometimes the Lord, as I'm listening, um, the Lord will give me, uh-huh, this is what's going on with them. And so I asked him a question, what does that mean? One person, one time I was talking to a young person and she was just crying and, you know, about this person and crying and crying and crying. And then I heard the Lord say, ally. Mm. I say, ally. I say, let me ask you a question. What does ally mean <laughs> for you? You know, and so I break it down and ask them in a question form so that they can, we can, it'll start off a conversation piece and we can dive more into that. So it's still a way that you can utilize your gift that will bring yes. you to God. Mm -hmm. Oh, that is so awesome. Because do you pull out some deep-rooted hurt in them? You know what? We did. Um, and I have to be careful because sometimes when I'm in a group setting, uh, Queen Vicky, uh, one time we was talking about good touch, bad touch. We were talking about relationships with parents because, you know, I'm noticing a lot of the daughters are hurt by their mothers. And there is a blockage that's there because I heard the Lord say this morning that a lot of times people, they're thirsty for love, but they hurt. And because they yes. hurt, they want to love, but they're afraid. And so as we were talking about the topic about thirsty for love, and, and I started bringing up, you know, uh, with mother uh, and, and, and uh, a daughter and father and son, she began to cry. And I said, whoa, because some things came up, you know, and I began to talk about my mom, you know, and I think that's what brought it out because I try to use myself and my own past hurts and pains. 
as I talk about it, you know, to to give them like an icebreaker that would help them. And I had to let her know. I said, daughter, you ain't got to cry. You know, if, if you, you, you need a minute, that's fine. And you don't have to divulge any of your business. But sometimes our children are so hurt because of the things that we have done. And, and the mistakes that we've made. And I let them know that, guess what? We're not perfect. We made mistakes. I've had to apologize to my own children. You know, look, daddy is sorry. I didn't raise you the way I, I you know, in my mind. I was young. See, I didn't even get off the telling y'all. See, I was 16 when I, I got the, the, my first daughter's mother pregnant. I was 17 when I became a father. You know what I mean? And I had to know. I didn't know a whole lot about uh, um, how to raise daughters how to raise a child right but how to raise a daughter i'm just like the apostle said but i took my time but because my father wasn't there for me i i tried my best to be there for my child but also i'm learning i've learned that with these children and with these young adults you know what the main key is listening listening without being judgmental listening with with and supporting and sometimes we don't know how to do that, but you got to listen because if you don't listen and if you go in judging and if you go in trying to scold, they ain't going to trust you. Come on. And then another wall. And so I'm learning. You got, I was biting my tongue when my daughter was telling me about her relationship. I'm like, what, what? I said, what, what? I said, okay, baby. She said, well, daddy, I got this. I'm thinking to myself, you ain't got this. But, but I had to pray for her. And, and, and as I pray, she said, well, Daddy, I got it. You know, so I had to trust that she had it, although that I didn't think she did. But I had to trust God more than anything. So let me bag up. I think I'm talking too much, but I hope that makes sense. No, you're good. You're doing good. Go ahead, King. Oh, you want me to continue? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because we oh, need okay. this. Our listening so audience needs this. Oh, we're good, good. So that's what I've learned. I've learned that um, it, it's been rough, you know, but as even in my own personal situations, we are with my children, you know, uh, they've gone through a lot of experiences themselves. And so I had to learn to pull back. I'm learning to, I, I, my, my, my grandmother used to tell me, right now when my daughter, my oldest daughter, her name is Angelina, God bless, I love her. Um, and I know she's gonna be listening. When she was younger, she was on my lap. But my grandmother say, when she get older, she's going to be on your heart. And I didn't understand what grandma was talking about, which I say mama now. Mama knew what she was saying because as the children grow up, we spoil them and we love on them. We Y'all women cradle them. You nurture them. Us fathers, we there to support. But I'm finding out, you know what? Prayer is the main essential key because it will reach areas that we cannot reach. And, and, and even when they get into relationships, uh-huh, I'm finna go there. Even when they go and get into relationships that you don't approve of, that all you gotta do after talk to them, you you gotta, you know, have a little talk with Jesus. Uh-huh. And, and every day as I on my as I'm on my way to my job, I'm I'm having them on my mind. I'm praying in the spirit. I'm praying and say, Lord, if this is not right, the Lord gave me the other day. He showed me a, a broom in the spirit, Queen. And I say, Lord, I need you to sweep out her house. 
sweep out every area, everybody that don't supposed to be in there. Uh-huh. Sweep it all out. <laughs> Clean it from the from the front door to the back door. And so you have to make sure that you utilize your tools. I think a lot of times we don't think about that, but being thirsty, you also need God in that process because he know how to fill your cup. He know how even when the water runs dry, even when you need to rebuild relationships. Uh-huh. Sometimes yes, God will go. I heard somebody say, can you give me a refill? That refill what? is going back to doing things the way God wants you to do them. And, you know, the world yeah. follows the word of God processes. He, they follow the principles. But you know what? You got to go into the, hey, hallelujah. You got to go into hey, the main. God, I thank you. And some, you know what? This little sugar may work for some people. But every now and then, you might need to get the main, pure cane. You know, you need the main ingredients, You need which is God. And so you can do all of the thirsting that you want. You can sit at tables. You can be in front of people. But if you don't have God, it just don't mean anything. It's just watered down. And so you got to come in a little bit closer. And so as you get that refill, this is something that I, I had planned for you all today. You know, I was asking God, you know, it hit me last night, uh, Apostle and, 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 and Lady Queen, that you got to go in and rebuild the pieces. With my wife mm. and I went through a love storm in the month of November. And I had no clue. We've been married for 13 years. And I said, Lord, sometimes as you've been married for a long time, you go through storms, you know, in relationships that you have no clue why they came. It, may, it reminded me of how, uh, uh, who was that, Job? You know, what in the world is going on? Sometimes God allows love to come into your life. And you got to learn to rebuild the pieces after the storm. So you learn that oh. how, how in the world do I get through this love storm? You know, here we are. We've been married. You know what I mean? I get her. She gets me. We in love. I love her. She loves me. But after a little time, I think sometimes we need time to heal. That's the other piece. As you go through all these relationships, You'll find out, and y'all let me know, you stop me anytime you need to stop me, okay? <laughs> but as you go through these relationships, sometimes we invest in so much time in these relationships, we find out that we don't even have no relationship goals. We find out as we go through these relationships, guess what? We get familiar, we get very common with each other, and before you know it, uh, or what they say, uh, uh, bad habits, it's hard to die. And so we keep going through, and before you know it, you may be talking about a person in the wrong way. You know, you may, and sometimes you accept a little bit of people putting you down. You will start to accept the toxicity. You start to accepting them putting you down and saying the embarrassing words in front of your family and your friends. And you got to know that you got to have some boundaries. You got to have some healthy right. boundaries. And so we had to, as we went through this storm, I learned a couple of things. I learned that I had to stop getting weary and well-doing. Mm. I had to stop mm. just because she wasn't saying the things that I expected her to say. She wasn't doing the things I expected her to do. You know what I mean? That you disrespected me as the man, as the head. I found out that, guess what? I had to mature in the relationship. I had to set up and begin to face my inner wounds. This is the reason why we're stuck. We're stuck and we're thirsty for a lot of love because we haven't found out our own identity. We haven't found out how to mature in love. And love is more than just a 5, 10, 15 minute, 30 minute deal. Love is after we even got finished. Love is being able to be with you. 
Love is holding when they love you, yeah. <laughs> Walking together. <laughs> and it's talking together. It's being able to spend that quality time. It's learning to come in alignment with that other individual. You know, the pastor told us when we got ready to go into uh, a pre, uh, uh, our counseling, he said, do you love this young lady? I said, yes, sir. Yes, sir. He said, you really ain't start loving no one until you, after you to spend some time with each other. And I didn't understand that 13 years ago. But, oh, God bless you all, kings and king and queen. I understand that now. When she went through surgery and I sat there, I said, God, she's on this operating table. I can lose her. I need you to heal her body. You know, you, you know, it's something that when you you think you don't love an individual, but you let a certain situation happen. You know, it, it, it'll separate the boys <laughs> from the men. It'll separate the girls from the women. You got to understand that, you know, stop wasting time. And I wasted a lot of time because I was angry with her. And she was angry with me. I allowed the enemy to come in because I got weary. I allowed an enemy to come in because I got frustrated. But when I begin to, or heard somebody say, you know, when I came to myself, you got to come to yourself and your senses and you got to wake up and you got to stop getting weary. You got to stop getting so angry because people ain't doing the way you think that you spoke, you want them to do. And you got to also learn that you got to rebuild the courtship and you got to start dating. You got to flirt with your wife or your husband. <laughs> you got to flirt with your mate. You got to learn to kiss on them. Let them know how much you appreciate them and learn to, you know, go on dates, enjoy the moment, be present. I'm learning. I was working so hard, so much, trying to rebuild things and pay off bills and this and that and the other, that I was really causing a lot of friction in my own relationship. I hope that makes sense to you all. Sometimes you might have the right mindset and the right motives. But if you sit down and listen to your mate, they'll really tell you what they really need. And I found myself in, in uh, marriage counseling, and I found myself in the counselor told me, she said, if you don't stop working all these many jobs, you're going to have a heart attack. I said, what you're talking about? And you got to learn to listen. And once I start learning to listen, and then as I do my coaching, I try to do my coaching. My wife is a beautician. I try to do my coaching while she's at work. Now, sometimes it overlaps. <laughs> But I'm learning that you got to communicate and let them know, baby, you know what? I'm, I'm in a session. I'll be done shortly. You know, I'm learning even when they say, I'm going to the store. Do you want to go with me? I'm like, oh, I don't want to go. I'm learning that I said, babe, do you need me? Do you want me to go? Learn to ask questions and stop assuming because that is what causes a lot of uh, friction in the relationship. That's what causes a lot of argument. And, and, and it's really, it's unnecessary. While we're arguing, while we're fussing, while we're fighting, we could be loving. So let me pull back. Am I talking too much or are we good? No, you're <laughs> good. You're good. <laughs> okay, okay. And then the other thing I learned was that, um, as I stated, watch the communication, but be more intentional. You know, be, after I done worked a long day, as I'm on my way back, I'm learning to, Lord, anoint my mind and my mouth as I get in the door. Lord, help me to come in with the right perspective. My wife used to tell me, well, you set the tone. No, it's not really. I don't set the tone. As y'all, you, you know, and, and this, here's the other piece. And, you know, those pray as y'all women, pray that atmosphere out. Lord, as he come home, Lord, let there be love and let there be peace here. As he's at work, 
you know, a little text don't don't hurt nobody. Um, I tell my wife, I tell her, I'm thinking about you right now. I got you on my mind. Right? That helps to preserve the, the love yes. and the thirst. That, you know, let me, before I even get in the dough, you know what I mean? If I smell a king, if I smell some, some dinner at the dough, I say, oh, thank you. I, I instantly put a smile oh, on my yeah. face. Because <laughs> I'm looking forward towards what she has prepared, not only just for me, but for the family. You know what I mean? And then I shouldn't cook. You know, she didn't, she didn't clean and she didn't did all this. If there's some dishes over there, I said, I can wash the dishes and I can put the food up. We learn to work as a team because these are principles that's going to help improve your relationship for a lifetime. You ain't got to worry about, <laughs> you know, after you done put the ring on it, guess what? I'm, I'm learning that they still want romance. I'm learning that, you know, as you've been married and everything is already taken care of, you still got to make sure you put a, polish up that relationship. You got to bring enhancements. You got to bring in reinforcements. In the midst of that storm, you got to learn how to rebuild your relationship. You got to, and then here's the other piece. Don't give up me and don't, I tell my brothers all of the time, don't give up on you. I still work on my weight. I still keep my teeth, my, my teeth taken care of. I still work, watch my hygiene. I still try to make sure my hair is cut. <laughs> I'm learning how to make sure I still save that money. I'm learning how to make sure that I value me, glory to God. Because a lot yes. of us as men, we're giving and we're giving and we're giving, but we're not really learning how to, you know, work the inner child and bring healing to him. And I had to go through counseling and I began to dig up that old junk. Amen. Because someone put a Mickey in my mother's drink that my life got stuck because my father, I was abandoned by him because I didn't have no clue, Apostle and Queens, that he was already married. Can I talk about it? He was already married oh, wow. when he got with me. So I heard somebody told me, amen, one of my brothers, he said, brother, you know what that means? He said, that means you was a love child. I said, what you say? I had to turn that thing around. For years, I felt dropped. <laughs> For years, I felt like, okay, you got a whole family over here, but you ain't came to see about me. And I kept looking and I kept waiting for him to show up, but he never showed up. But what I learned was you got to learn to love yourself. And you got to stop mm. holding on yes. to what father didn't do and what mother didn't do. And you got to live your life. I heard the young people say, you got to walk it out. <laughs> and you got to stay woke. We got to stay woke in these last and evil days and understand that we got to bring our emotions up under arrest. Amen. Glory to God. That means that those hardships, those things that we've gone through, those things that's brought us to our knees and we feel like we can't make it no more. We got to learn to talk about those things. And I found myself in counseling and I found myself talking about those things. But this year I told the Lord, I said, Lord, I want to harbor on to the past, but I want to be healed. And that healed part of me is able to minister to you. Uh -huh. Anyway, that's what I want to talk about. That was the little piece that I want to bring out. You know, <laughs> learn to love yourself as a man. Learn to work yeah. on that inner child. Learn to let that inner child laugh. Learn to let that inner child smile. Glory to God. Because how in the world are you going to love somebody else if you don't love yourself? We can lust all day. But when you really want to find love, you'll learn and you'll find out that you got to work on you. And not only us as men, these ladies, they're willing to give themselves to anybody. 
They're willing to, they're looking for love in all the wrong places because they don't have it down on the inside. And so we got to build up self-esteem. We got to build up those insecurities and that confidence and learn, guess what, that it can be rebuilt. Amen. Glory to God. But you got to work on it. The other piece was shelter the friendship. When you find out that you're in relationships, as we go through it, we got to understand we got to shelter it. We got to, you know, uh, uh, let everybody out out of the relationship. Keep people out your business. Let Don't let everybody know what's going on. Oh, well, he bought me a diamond ring or, you know, he got an increase on his job. And he go, no, you ain't got to tell people that. And, and watch who you, even your mama, even your daddy. <laughs> Even TTs and aunties and sisters and brothers. Because guess what? I'm finding out that, you know, you can let them know what's going on when you're going through your, your mishaps in your relationship. And, and guess what? Y'all didn't work it out, but they still mad at you. Uh-huh. And that needs to still be prepared. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Amen. You got any questions Amen. on that? <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. Listen, man of God, King, um, King Donzo, this, this was, this, this was awesome. You, I, I mean, you were really flowing and, and you blessed me, uh, just, uh, just listening to what you were saying. So, I mean, everything you said was, uh, was on point and, and I know you have been led by the spirit of God. I know that our listening audience will, uh, will be blessed. I, I know they're blessed listening to this. Listen, um, what, one thing I do want to know uh, is how do, uh, uh, for the listening audience, how do people get a hold of you if they if they want to continue to uh, uh, listen to uh, uh, what you have to say as far as getting in contact, as far as uh, uh, you mentoring them, or or maybe they they can listen to some of your broadcasts or anything like that. How do they how do they get a hold of you? How do they reach out to you? Sure. So I am on Facebook up under uh, Prophetic Counselor Snipes, and I'm also on uh, Facebook uh, in the groups is uh, Fountain Spiritual uh, Services. So you can reach out to me that way. And if you are in need of any coaching, coaching or mentoring services that I provide, you can reach out to me at www.thefountains, with a S, uh, coach, uh, dot com, And I can be reached at 314-814-4911. That's 314-814-4911. Again, um, that's thefountainscoach.com uh, and 314-814-4911. Man, Amen. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, and pass the mic to uh, to Queen Vicky. Do you have uh, anything else that you'd like to say? This has been so hot, hot, hot. Um, um, I just, King Donzel, you have um, have gave our listening audience um, something to chew on, all kind of nuggets to work on us and to love ourselves, to value ourselves to um, listen, look at the inner child that, you know, we might have to go back like you were talking about, yeah. but you have, oh my goodness, this has been so good. And oh my, we just got to have you back. Um, Cause this, I think this is just part one. We got to do part two. Um, thirsty for love. <laughs> and we just appreciate you and we honor you so much and we just thank you so much for um, taking your time out and just pouring and just allowing God used you um, don't ever think oh my God God used you um, today to touch on some and, and massage hearts all over the world 
and I just thank God. Thirsty for Love Part One. We can't wait till Thirsty for Love Part Two. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I just I'm so excited, and thank you for just your yes. God honors uh, your yes. And I just thank God for you. Um, this has been so great. And so, um, oh my goodness, uh, this hot. And I call hot is honest, open, and transparent. So I mm. just thank you. Just thank you so much. Um, and we're about to close. Um, I know that we have a lot going on. Um, I know Queen Yolanda has the, the NBQ magazine where we're doing the kids edition, um, where kids, entrepreneur, if that you got a child that's doing something great, King Donzel, if you know of any uh, teenagers that's doing something great, please get a hold of uh, Queen Yolanda at the NBQ um, uh, magazine.com. Um, and uh, we also have, um, oh, we have a book too. Elevation of Queen Status that's on sale at Amazon, talking about um, some of our uh, testimonies and our uh, experiences. We have so much going on, but I just so grateful tonight um, just for your, your just being transparent. And then we also have um, we have spotlights. If anybody would like to be spotlighted on the NBQ. Um, radio station please reach out we thank god for our founders of the um zenith radio um look download this app download the app um because i listen to the radio um on my way to work i listen to zenith radio it has alarm system um that'll wake you up if you need to but this radio station is 24 hours download this app and if you would like to have a, a spot or, or on TV or even a radio spot, contact our founders, CEO, Dr. Nikkei and Alton Natson, Zenith Radio. And listen, this has been a good show. And listen, tune in again next Thursday at 7 p.m. And God bless you and good night.